In breaking news, Guy Sebastian's ex-manager, Titus Day, has been found guilty of embezzling money from the singer. After a lengthy trial in the New South Wales District Court, the jury came back not long ago to announce dozens of guilty verdicts. 49-year-old Day was accused of failing to pay Guy Sebastian more than $800,000 in royalties and performance fees between 2015 and 2020. He had pleaded not guilty to 47 counts of embezzlement. The jury found him guilty of some of those charges and not guilty of others. We'll have more details on that story coming up in this bulletin. Tens of thousands of teachers walked off the job today, calling for better pay, improved working conditions and increased staffing numbers. It was an historic day where teachers from both the private and public sectors joined together. Amelia Brace reports. Well, the crowds have long cleared, but this morning Macquarie Street was a sea of red and yellow as thousands of teachers marched to state parliament for the third time in just over six months. Today's march was actually bigger than others we've seen in recent months, and that's because for the first time in 25 years, Catholic and state schools have taken strike action together. The Teachers' Federation labelling the 3% pay increase in last week's budget an insult, calling for a bump of between 5 and 7.5 per cent instead. The government's got to go back to the drawing board. We have a crisis. People talk about the cost, the cost. Well, what about the human cost? The union also wants teacher shortages addressed, claiming there are currently almost 2,000 vacancies across the state. Uh, it's time to put an end to the understaffing. It's time to stop doing collapsed classes. Uh, it's time to treat teachers with respect. Well, the politicians should actually listen and come into the schools and see what's actually going going on. There's lots of shortages and we've had enough. Of course today's 24-hour strike wasn't just a headache for the government but for families. It's estimated it affected about a million students just a day before the school holidays. Most schools had skeleton staff in place for children who couldn't be kept at home. I'm really disappointed that union bosses have chosen to take this industrial action today. We know that all it does is really disrupt families and students right across New South Wales. Unions and teachers have apologised for the inconvenience but say that they will once again walk off the job and here to state parliament if their demands are not met. Thanks, Amelia. Sydney commuters are watching and waiting this afternoon for word on tomorrow's planned train disruption. After the city struggled through industrial action this morning, everyone is hoping for the best. Union members have been meeting to consider an offer from the state government to upgrade intercity trains to meet safety concerns. There's been no comment from either side on whether the peace deal has been accepted. If tomorrow's action goes ahead, up to 75% of services could be cancelled. We'll update you as soon as there's a development. Drivers are being warned of heavy traffic on the M2 at Macquarie Park this afternoon. There are delays for city-bound traffic because of a crash involving a mobile crane. One of two city-bound lanes is closed near the Lane Cove Road off-ramp. A colleague of former Deputy Premier John Barillaro has suggested he should not take up a plum overseas posting. Transport Minister David Elliott says he expects Mr Barillaro to do the honourable thing and withdraw. Barillaro was appointed to the $500,000 a year trade job in New York earlier this month. He created the position when he was Trade Minister. European leaders have taken the extraordinary step of declaring China a security threat.
for the first time. NATO warning Beijing's ambitions and coercive behaviour are a challenge to global stability. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwadi has the latest from Madrid. Well, good afternoon. Quite a historic moment here at the NATO summit in Madrid. The alliance has, for the first time, declared China as a security threat. As Beijing continues to aggressively coerce other nations, including Australia, and grow its influence in the Indo-Pacific region. In a new strategic blueprint endorsed by the world leaders at the summit, it reads that China's stated ambitions and coercive policies challenge our interests, security and values. The malicious hybrid of cyber operations, its confrontational rhetoric and disinformation targets allies and harms alliance security. China is uh, substantially building up its military forces, including nuclear weapons, bullying its neighbours and threatening Taiwan. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese raised the issue of China with leaders of New Zealand, Japan and South Korea at the first Asia-Pacific summit during NATO talks. Leaders also condemned Beijing's partnership with Moscow. Just as Russia uh, seeks to uh, recreate a sort of Russian or Soviet empire, uh, the uh, Chinese regime is seeking uh, friends through economic uh, support to uh, build up alliances. China has reacted swiftly, slamming the agreement and accusing NATO of trying to start a new Cold War. Stop trying to mess up Asia and the world after messing up Europe. The Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the NATO summit, thanking world leaders for their support, but says the war-torn country needs $5 billion a month to defend itself against Russia. Russia still receives billions every day and spends them on war. We have a multi-billion dollar deficit. We don't have oil and gas to cover it. Anthony Albanese says Australia will come to the rescue, providing the food, energy and resources needed in Ukraine and wider Europe to fill the void left by Russia's invasion. Still a busy few days of international diplomacy ahead for Anthony Albanese. Within the hour, he will meet with the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau here in Madrid before flying to France for official bilateral talks with President Emmanuel Macron.